Janine. This is KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, and this is Get the Funk Out. Standing by to join me is another honoree at the She Rocks Awards, Anne Mincelli. She is getting the Mad Skills Award. She's going to have to tell me more about that. Uh, she's a Grammy-winning recording engineer, studio coordinator for Alicia Keys, and co-founder of New York City destination studio, Jungle City. Thanks for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you. What did you think when you found out you were being honored? I thought it was really, you know, incredible for me. I've done a lot this the past two and a half years to, you know, push the ge next generation forward. And Women's International, you know, network hit me up about this, and I just think they've done so much to push the industry forward. You know, um, and, definitely. And um, I'm just honored, you know, to receive awards like this. Um, is just like winning a Grammy to me because it's an honor to be, you know, honored and to be mm -hmm. celebrated in a way where like, you know, to, to lead and be an example for the next generation is important. Yeah. I do the She Is The Music. I was, I'm one of the founders of She Is The Music. And we've worked really hard in, in the past two and a half years to push the industry forward. So I was excited to get an award like this means, means a lot and to be That's celebrated. Amazing. Yeah, I think you. I saw an interview with you and you were talking about how you like to hire people that are younger. And, you know, and that says a lot. You want to give them a chance to learn right. and grow and make a name for themselves. Correct. It's always a hybrid, right? Like I like to have the veteran employees that can be on deck, not only with my studio, even with hiring with Alicia, right? We, we love to give people a chance. And help the next generation connect the dots. We can hire the veteran musician or we can hire someone that's just as talented that needs just a, a little push and a little bit of help, you know? Um, mm -hmm. So I think it's really important, you know? And I want my studio to be a hybrid. I want the, the younger generation to lead the way. I'm super proud all of my assistants have won Grammys and I, you know, want to make Jungle be there home and their foundation that they can always come back to, but what they've learned here and the depth of what they've learned about the industry as a whole can push the young, the young kids forward, you know, so. That's amazing. Um, yeah. You have a great deal of empathy. I mean, especially now, here we are in the pandemic. Um, these, these people must be so excited and happy to come to work. Yeah, and you know, um, we found ways to keep a lot of the main employees busy and on, you know, on salary, which has been amazing, you know, Great. Um, for my studio and for Alicia to keep our, our, whether we're going through storage units or vault stuff that we have or archiving, just find ways to say, you know what, we have to do this now, let's do it. Good. So we can um, keep, keep money in people's pocket, if that makes sense. It's important. I mean, people have to pay rent. They got to put it on the table, you know, and uh, we had talked about this. You're in Manhattan right now. But you split your time usually in LA? Yeah, I split my time always with Alicia. We're always in New York and LA, mm -hmm. no matter what album we're working on, kind of work on both coasts. Obviously, we're a staple of New York, obviously, Alicia and myself, but right. we're just constantly, you know, back and forth. New York is the entertainment hub, LA is an entertainment hub, and it's nice. I've been able to keep some studios busy in LA during the pandemic and to, you know, friends like I'm doing this 360 immersive audio stuff got a great team of guys spearheading that and working on that so just trying to find ways to um, navigate and delegate to just create the work and I'm working on an incredible project with Sony they're making 
some really incredible studio locations and I've been doing that all through the pandemic. I've kept some of my acousticians and studio designers busy, but those locations will also be open and I'll be able to make some people work. That's amazing. Yeah. Could you could you give me a, an idea of your background? Like, do you wake up and go, wow, look at where I am now? I mean, when you were younger, was music something you always turned to? I did. I listened to music forever. I started by playing guitar. Mm -hmm. And I started by always having a fascination of like, what is an album booklet? What is a vinyl? What is the credits in a CD? And I always would look at the studios. And I had friends that went to studios and, and played. And that's how I got introduced to studios at a very young age. And I realized what a hub it could be, right? Because right. when you're in the studio, it's like the core. You're not working for the artist at the label. You're working with the artist, right? Mm -hmm. And you can learn everything from the business side of things because you're meeting the label folks. And you also learn how to deal with obstacles in a room. You're spending 20 hours a day, 10 months with an artist, and you're, you're seeing the ups and the downs and the... Yeah issues they go through and you learn how to navigate through all of that right and then there's the technical things you learn and then the skills of how to speak to someone properly and how to answer a phone and how mm -hmm. to walk in a control room or not interrupt so it's been like I've been doing this since I'm 16 I started in a studio in 1992 it's been my parent in a way this is Amazing. how I've learned everything through the twists and turns of technology and that's some of the stuff that I try to teach because I think the foundation of what we do is always going to be there, even through the twists and turns of technology. So, yeah. Well, it's, it's kind of industry. You have to always be willing to learn, you know, with exactly. like now we've got, you know, Ableton and all these, you know, Correct. digital workstations. And, and it's so interesting the way music and audio has evolved. Correct. Yeah. And we still like use those softwares, right? Mm -hmm. but we still have musicians come in. So we're a perfect hybrid of, we're still gonna have our musician play the song from top to bottom. Some people might copy and paste the same eight bars over and over, but there's so That's many cool. different styles. And it just, I try to teach people to, you know, be a hybrid and be open because there's no rules. So instead of copying and pasting that same part, mm -hmm. which is very mechanical, Yes. We'll have the musician play the same part because it's the human element that we all love from the 60s and right. 70s music that we always somehow in modern pop music and rock music today go back to. Mm -hmm. That makes yeah, and sense. You don't want to lose that. You don't want to lose Correct. that live performance, whereas so much stuff is digital. Correct. You lose that sense of creativity and newness and I'm sure you have surprises along the way when you say let's do another take and all of a sudden it's like wait that's you don't want to copy and paste yeah like yeah, or, yeah so it's funny how like we're perfect hybrid like we'll have live drums over program drums where Alicia will have a drummer start and play and and he'll be the basis of the tempo mm -hmm. and he'll play the song down and then we'll take an eight bar loop and loop it and the tempo is fluctuating within those eight bars we're not going in and just lining and chopping everything up. It's more of a feel thing. So she's balancing out the feel and the emotion. And some of that feel and emotion comes from that little bit of, hey, I'm programming, but it's not so, you know, robotic. It's not like right. we're putting, sometimes music gets to the point where people are putting it together like a puzzle. Yes. So we try to get a little bit away from that because everything starts to sound the same. The yeah. tempos are the same. You're there's no swing or feeling. You're lining everything up perfectly. So yeah, 
you know, and I tried to teach that, you know, and to all the younger kids, it's the DAWs and the software are incredible, but go grab a guitar amp and one of my delay pedals and get the manual and learn how to use that, you know? Yes, definitely. You know what, that, that's what, um, I think that's great advice for people because I always say now's the time in this pandemic to learn something new. Maybe exactly. Maybe wanted to. Could you speak to maybe people that are kind of in this funk right now where they're musical, but they're, they're not moving in a positive direction? Yeah, I think, you know, a lot of people are at home and they're in their bedrooms and you can only get to a certain point you know, evolve your setup, bring a friend in, bring a musician in, you know, experiment, you know, check out what we're all doing. We're all posting stuff on Twitch or Instagram. And, mm -hmm. you know, like you, you have to put yourself in a position where you kind of can grow and feel like you're learning and evolving, you know, especially the younger kids that are right now not going to Berkeley or not in a, yeah. it, it's a, it's a harder, like, you know, you're not interacting with people. And, I think what's important is, you know, push the limits a little bit, try and, you know, do a Zoom session, try to collaborate with a cloud software with Pro Tools, you know, right. try to find a one or two pieces of gear that are affordable that you can learn out of your production setup. Mm -hmm. So you can continue to evolve because it's just a bridge because we're going to get out of this pandemic and everyone's going to be back in there's variations, there's studios, there's producers who have huge production setups. But right now, everyone's almost handcuffed. No one's working together. So, you know, once this is done, live shows, everything will come back. And the beauty of it is we'll be able to take some of the stuff we learned during the pandemic, which is like doing a session over Zoom, yeah. doing a concert over Zoom. I'm on the back end of OBS, which is a software well, we're broadcasting on Amazon.com. I would have never in a, mad, in a million years think I would be, we would be doing that, you know? Yeah. So we're going to take from this and it's going to really make the industry better. All these virtual performance spaces where, you know, people are separate, but they look together. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's an amazing time, you know? So, right. you know, I, I always offer like really positive, you know, to be as positive as you can pick up an instrument, pick up a, a drum machine, you know, evolve. There's a depth to what we do. And even at home, you can, you know, evolve. Yeah. No, I completely agree with you. And, you know, I've been wanting to play more guitar and you can pick up, you know, use gear online or, you yeah. know, and find stuff. So I've gotten like a couple of pedals and. That's amazing. It's um, like, you know, I like love Eddie Van Halen. I was so sad he passed away. And I'm like, I got to get a phaser pedal you know I I want to learn that you know and it's like why yeah. not why not now's the time to do it and you know what it's the beauty of the technology allows us all to be on the same playing field that mm -hmm. kid in that bedroom is using the same gear that I'm using where years ago we had tape machines mm -hmm. and 100 input desks right now what you're using at home is the same stuff I'm using in the studio so I always try to teach that that phaser that you're using Mm -hmm. You know, I have, I'm, I'm, I'm learning and dialing that up. Either there's a plug-in or there's the real version. So right. it's really, um, and, and the beauty of this is like, people are going back to trying to learn live instruments because they're bored and in their house yeah. for so long, technology took over. But now you see people like, you know, playing guitar and playing bass and playing drums because right. they're locked at home. They're locked mm -hmm. in, you know, so. 
Yeah, we need that. We need that creative outlet. I mean, we need the balance. It's a great balance to see when kids go to a school now into college, they're more interested in learning like Ableton or DJ software. And the curriculums in the schools are changed ever. They're so ever changing and evolving. It's not like, oh, hey, I play saxophone or I sing. Mm -hmm. It's like these other elements they have to really take into consideration. So it's interesting now there's a whole generation now picking up instruments again, which is great. Right. You know, it's it's never been a better time. And I always say there is, as you said, there is a flip side to all of this is as horrible it is for people that have lost people or who are sick, family members sick. I think there there's a positive side is that I find that um, I think people are connecting more on a different level. I think we were just completely taking things for granted. Life was moving really quickly. Yeah. Social media, people's attention span, like even to, for album strategies, it's like, how do you engage these, these, the younger folks? Like everything was moving so quick. You're on Instagram, you hear, how do you promote you? Now it's like people got into music more. They're mm-hmm. sitting with their family with an Amazon device, listening right. to music all day. All of a sudden Fleetwood Max rumors is- Can is you believe like, that? Cranberry you know, juice like bottle? <laughs> you know, um, immensely on TikTok. So it's an amazing- time like it allowed us to pause a second and appreciate some of the older music yes like the devices people were on apps now all of a sudden the devices and the sound bars are popular mm-hmm. and, and and like streaming is down and people are listening like it's listening to vinyl more vinyls they're selling mil- like what was it during black friday they broke records with vinyl really? so yeah wow so it's really amazing and i saw last week i think pioneer came out with like a bluetooth usb version of their turntable so like a legitimate one not like a consumer one so i just think that that foundation is always going to be there and i think the pandemic slowed everyone down and 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 enforced more of a real connection yes with, with with you know we all were just moving so quick yeah i agree with you you know so um, so tell me about other, some of the things you're working on. Right now, I just finished an Alicia record. It came out in September, and we're working on a bunch of new music. Um, we have wow. two records that we're working on, and the exciting part is the rollouts, figuring out the rollouts during a pandemic, and we did some great partnerships. I'm also on her strategy team. So oh, Excellent. It's exciting to get to paint the palette. She's like Prince, so it's never like, I'm working on an album or I'm not working. She's just puts the songs in buckets. So, okay. so like she might have four different buckets right now. We're just making music mm-hmm. and it's been great. You know, some of the artists that have been able to come in, she's been able to connect with through the pandemic. Good. Has been great. Um, and we're just trying to keep the, the momentum, you know, for, for her and what, we are working on is like I do a lot of like when I would sit in a broadcast truck and now I'm taking files back and finding myself you know mixing our iHeart performance or where I would sit in a truck now I'm like we're like full production with cameras or you know we have our team that nice. we all fly together to LA so yeah. definitely working on lots and lots of uh, great new music that you know Alicia's working on so and so you did it in an amazing way you we have- did. We figured out the, the, we figured out, like we pivoted, we put our gear on a truck. Mm-hmm. We saw the world closing and we said, I said, Alicia, we have to do this because we had an album coming out. 
you know so really? it was like we pushed the album it was supposed to come out in may okay it was like how do you you know we needed how do you build strategies during the heart of a pandemic from march to may sure where like artists like alicia they need press like adele alicia they yeah. want to be on TV. They need press. At one point, everything was shut down, right? Like right. TV was shut down. Like, so all the shows were working from home. So yeah. you saw us in a lot of ways. We partnered with Amex. We partnered with Mercedes. We partnered with Amazon in a huge, 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 huge way. We pivoted. She put a book out during that time. So okay. we pivoted from our book tour got canceled. Our real tour got canceled. Mm. We did. Um, we partnered with Amazon, and the book was promoted via Kindle, and did this whole rollout where we were on Amazon.com the day of release. So, you know, right. there's ways to pivot, and right, you know, that we learned during the pandemic. We were we've done everything from you know, um, iHeart shows to, you know, big BET performances where we were in this little house you know, filming this stuff, it looks so great, but really it was all of our gear that we had that we shipped on a truck and the production looked incredible. You didn't, Amazing. you couldn't tell the difference. Yeah. So very cool. um, it's, it's, I think something when that happens and, you know, you get challenged, right. It's like, you're in a baseball game. It's the bottom of the fifth mm-hmm. and like, you have to figure out how to win the game. You know, like you yeah. get challenged in a way where it's like, I'm going to sink or we're going to swim. And right. we kept the momentum we did we did two concerts like we did cordon outside for five days every day we hosted for five days with cordon mm-hmm. we had audience members you know outside and the same thing with good morning america we were outside we did during album release week we did shows outside so and they were like these are the first shows you know you're one of the only artists that have been able to you know only one one some yeah like it's Very easy cool. for us you know, because she plays and sings. So like, she doesn't need a big band or, you know, some, some instances. Yeah. But some instances that stage that we used for, um, in Brooklyn for Good Morning America was just incredible, you know? So Mm -hmm. we tried to get as creative as we could, you know, and some of those things we took away, we'll probably use in the future. I mean, it made you guys so resilient. You just kept pivoting and thinking of different strategies and, how long have you worked with her? Oh, it's over 20 years now since what? 1998. Yeah. <laughs> How did this come about that you? Um, we met at a studio named Quad Studios. Okay. She was like 14 at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, we just, she would come in. She had a publishing deal since she was 14. And she would just come in and write songs. You know, as part of a pub deal, you wrote songs. Sure. And she would come in. And she was one of those artists on Columbia Records at the time. 14. You're like Leah, her and Beyonce were those artists that were on the back burner because at the time they had Columbia had like Mariah and Gloria Estefan and Celine Dion and all these artists that they were promoting. So these younger artists had to wait, you know, had to prove yeah. themselves. Sure. So um, she was writing songs and she wound up on like a couple of soundtracks like the Men in, Be- and Men in Black and, oh, yeah. you know, she also fought for her artistry and she wound up in the end three labels later signing with Clive Davis because he mm-hmm. left Arista okay. and created J Records so she left Arista with him so okay. it was an incredible journey to fight for your vision of who you should be yeah. and 
and what your music is, you know, as, as yeah. opposed to a label saying you're going to wear a dress, you're going to, you know, put out this type of song. Mm -hmm. It was like she fought for who she was, who she wanted to be and how her music was, you know, uh, perceived to the world. So sure. I love her. I remember seeing her perform at NAMM one year. She's yeah, we did the plug-in. I, I was there. That was the uh, the plug-in we did with Native Instruments, believe yep. it or not. Yep. Amazing. Um, now, would you have normally come out to NAMM? Or you, you I was there. You were there. Okay. At that one, I do go to NAMM. I haven't gone last year because we did the Grammys and it kind of like, as you know, hosting the Grammys is a huge, so I didn't go the last couple of years because NAMM and the Grammys kind of overlap with each yes, other. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, but um, I love NAMM and I, I deal with a lot of the, 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 the vendors and, you know, gear companies that are at NAMM and I speak mm -hmm. to them all year round. So that's great. Yeah. Amazing. Um, so as far as tomorrow night, are you, what are you going to be doing? Anything are you, are you doing? I know you probably did a red carpet interview already. I did the red carpet yeah. interview. I um, did my acceptance speech and yeah. then I'm yeah. going to be at the, the, uh, what is it? The post party. Yes. Yeah. So I'll yeah. be, I'll be at the post party and I'm, you know, excited to, you know, celebrate a tough year with those amazing, all the amazing women that are, you know, I've done a lot to push the next generation. Some of those yeah. folks are like my idols, you know what Nancy I mean? Nancy Wilson. Like, yeah, Nancy Wilson, the yeah. Go-Go's, you know, Louis growing Curry. up. Yeah. Yeah, so it's 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 an honor. It's amazing. Is there ever, ever been a point in your career where you're just completely like starstruck? It, or do you just, you grew up like this and it's no big deal? Um, Definitely, you know, like I worked with Whitney Houston. I worked with Mariah for many years, mm -hmm. so to me, like I knew Mariah for a while, but to work with um, Whitney Houston and to work with her like in 2009 was pretty incredible. You know, that was one of those moments where, yeah. you know, she was making a huge comeback and Alicia wrote, wrote a song, yeah, two songs for her. I thought that was, that was, that was a magical moment, you know, for us. Sure. So tragic. So it is. It, yeah. It's so sad. Even Prince, you know, like, oh. Prince, you know, it's, it's tragic, you know, some of our greatest artists just are gone too soon, you know? I, know, I know, I often think about what the landscape would be if they were still around. Yeah, I do too, actually. You know, John Lennon and I know Joplin and exactly, you know, what would you say um, as far as advice for people want to do what you do? I would say, you know, there's so much to learn and the industry is a lot of fun. It really is. I always like, but you know, it's a lot of long hours, no matter what part of the industry that you, you know, this, right. Like no matter what it is, there's a lot of unglamorous moments, you know, it's like long hours, you miss holidays, you miss family, mm -hmm. but there's a reward at the end. And, you know, if you really love this and are passionate about it, you can really be successful. And I always say, do the work. Just yeah. prove that you're a hard worker and you're going to shine, male, female, whatever it is, just do the work, like show, you know, I was competitive. I wanted to be better than the boys and I've never been prohibited. No one ever said you can't work or you're a girl or I just, sometimes you have to just, it's like Alex Rodriguez. He always, he was fascinated. He loves baseball to the point where he studies so much, 
about it and you could show in his in the way he plays and I often use him as an example even on the business side of things how he got into all these great businesses and I say just make there be no competition you know and you yeah. know you're, you're gonna you're gonna shine and and study study the depth of of the industry there's so much to learn because there's lots of overarching now producers engineer engineers produce arrangers write, writers arrange, you know, technology mm -hmm. has allowed us all to crossfade all of what we do. So it's much more exciting. You can evolve in so many so. ways. You know, I get to work with Alicia on her album and put the whole album together. I get to pick the guitar players and the drummers and the producers. And it helps me with the sonic of how we want to paint the picture because I get to pick the type of guitarist that complements the vision it starts with the artist's vision you know yes. so i just say learn there's so much to learn now and 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 i'm at the end of the day i'm still a student of the game that's how i approach it i look at what i could be learning and i always focus on learning first you know well okay but here's what i see in here be humble because you're humble absolutely be yeah, kind absolutely. be absolutely. open you know absolutely. be willing to make you know make mistakes pick yourself uh, correct and uh, it's okay to make mistakes yeah. right like and it's yeah. okay to say like the biggest thing I learned is like I don't know this piece of gear right like yeah. like I'll show you my console right like I you know what I don't I don't know this but you know what I'm gonna learn it give me time to grab the manual let me ask a tech mm -hmm. you know like it's okay to say you don't know something there's so many pieces mm -hmm. of gear in the room it's you don't have to know everything if you press the wrong button and all the faders move or right. so coming up it's you're definitely on the seat of your pants because it's intimidating to feel like there's always something to learn mm -hmm. but the beauty is we all understand it you could say look I'm not sure how to use this software right. but wait I'm going to ask someone I'm going to read some manuals and the world you know if you go online there's go so on many YouTube and exactly there's yeah. so many ways this these days but definitely be a student of the game you know um be humble, you know, um, it gets you a long way, you know, so. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Awesome. Well, I look forward to uh, seeing you online tomorrow. Yeah. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for having me. I'm, it's an honor. Thank you. Well, you know, when, when I, when I read about you, I thought, you know, you've accomplished so much. You would be very inspiring to listen to. And so it's been really my pleasure to get to know you and maybe sometime I could meet you in person. Definitely. When this pandemic is over, we definitely all should get together and figure out how we can do more, collaborate more and like just do things. I agree. I agree. Yeah. You know, um, let me just say that I know people can't probably reach out to you if they have advice, but um, do you have a website where people can check out what you do? Yeah, it's um, junglecitystudios.com is, um, is my studio website. I have an Instagram page that I post lots of fun things on, what gear I'm using, what I'm doing with Alicia, microphone techniques, um, which is Antastic LB. I'm on there. My um, okay. Instagram page is really where it's at. Facebook is a little more like community private, but Instagram is where it's at. And I'm, I'm on there 24 seven. You can 24 seven, pretty much, you know, like, you know, like yeah. we're all yeah. And sometimes I go on live and I show techniques from the studio and like, oh, cool. um, you know, like, and then she is the music do a lot. Check out. She is the music. 
um, join She Is The Music. It's in a really great initiative and we're doing lots, lots of virtual songwriting camps, databases, mentorship programs, and check us out there um, as well. Amazing. All right, cool. Thank, thank you, so, you much. so much. Thank you.